And good evening, everyone, and welcome into the UFC Fight Cards podcast presented by Orange Fire Media. I'm your host, Russ Renault, and thanks for joining us here right after UFC Fight Night. Song Yadong taking on Chris Gutierrez live from the Las Vegas Apex. And so we've got a recap tonight. We're going to look ahead to UFC 296. We're going to preview that. So we are here for the live instant reaction right after UFC Fight Night song versus Gutierrez and we appreciate you being here for our instant reaction here tonight on the second part of the show when we get into talking about the trading cards we'll be looking at some of our live rip hits that we've had over the past couple of months we'll be looking at the autographs and some of the the higher end cards that we have left that we have moved a few this week and so that's always good to see and We'll get into that as we get on later in the show, but let's get right into it. So just, we got an instant reaction, and just for you know, just you know, obviously it's an instant reaction. So there is a spoiler alert on here that we are going to talk about the results from tonight's UFC event. So we are going to give away the results. So if you don't want to listen to those, then you can tune out now. So let's get right into it, and let's start with that main event. And I got our notes over here tonight instead of the other side. So, just finished uh, Bantamweight Division Top 15 matchup. Number 7, Song Yudong taking on number 15, Chris Gutierrez. And Song Yudong getting the unanimous decision victory over Chris Gutierrez. Really dominant in those last two rounds. And you saw one of those scorecards was 50-44. So, uh, that's probably round four when Yudong got the knockdown and had the ton of control time there in the fourth round Gutierrez making the mistake in the fifth round missing and you know giving up uh the ground and Yudong pounced on him and you know just a one-way fight from that fourth round on uh looked pretty good you know first second round pretty competitive uh, then you see Song Yudong kind of uh, systematically start to break that one down and take over and get the win over Chris Gutierrez. That's a big win for Song Yudong. So uh, just sets him up going forward because really his his lone loss is to Corey Sanhagen um, you know, that we're talking about recently. Uh, to Corey Sanhagen, who's probably next in line after Cheeto Vera takes on Sean O'Malley. Uh, we'll see what happens with Aljamain Sterling. If he stays at 135 and, you know, gets another shot or, or Rob. Um, but Song Yudong is is right there in that category. Um, he's he's one of the contenders now. And so I think he just solidified that tonight with his performance and, you know, may have to go through somebody else. He has a win over Cheeto and the loss to Sanhagen. So we'll see what happens going forward. Uh, but really impressive win there. So what was not impressive was Anthony Smith in the co-main event. Uh, Khalil Roundtree Jr. Uh, doing a great job of getting a knockout in the third round. Um, you know, it kind of looked like it was going Khalil Roundtree Jr.'s way the, the whole fight. Uh, then able to finally finish Anthony Smith off in the third. Uh, got a big uppercut and finished him off with the left hand. And Anthony Smith went down and... Khalil Roundtree Jr. did not have to to go to the hammer fist to finish it off. Um, so Khalil Roundtree Jr., number 11, coming in and taking on number 8-ranked Anthony Smith in light heavyweight division. And so that just a, 
not an impressive performance for Anthony Smith. Um, and, and this is the backside of the career. And, you know, if you've got the broadcasting stuff going on. Uh, he's on the desk at, at the UFC events that he's not fighting in. Um, so I, I don't know what this means for him going forward, but uh, looks like it, it, his road to a title uh, is certainly over. And that, you know, if that is his main goal, then maybe the, the broadcasting career should be the thing that, that comes up next. Because, um, you, know, you know, he's such a great competitor, such a great fighter that, you know, you want to go out a winner. But I don't know that this gets any better for Anthony Smith. Um, just had the, you know, a split decision over Ryan Spann. Um, somebody he had handled pretty easily before, uh, had a loss to Johnny Walker. It was pretty one-sided. So um, hats off to Khalil Roundtree Jr. for getting the job done. Um, I'm not going to say it's really impressive, though. Um, I just don't see Roundtree Jr. as um, a big contender in this light heavyweight division the way it is right now with uh, Pereira and Prochka, Jamal Hill. We'll see what he looks like coming back. Um, like I said, just, just not uh, one of those elite guys right now. But but certainly a great performance tonight. Then we go down the card. Nazrat Akparas getting the win over Jamie Malarkey. A, a knockout in the first round. Um, dropped Jamie Malarkey and pounced on him with ground and pound and got the job done. Uh, so very impressive win there to make a name for himself. Uh, you know, towards the top of one of these fight night cards. Uh, then we saw, this one was really impressive too. Tim Elliott with the submission in the first round over Sumaderji. So Tim Elliott coming in ranked number 11 in the flyweight division. This was a bantamweight matchup. Uh, taking on number 12, Sumaderji. And Tim Elliott uh, getting that arm triangle and putting Sumaderji to sleep. Um, great win there for Tim Elliott to kind of get back on track and, and, and you know get these back-to-back wins and, and kind of start building some momentum going forward. Then to round out that, that main card, Andre Muniz defeating Jun Young Park. Uh, split decision there to start off that main card. <clears throat> then some of the other highlights from the night. Kevin Jusay with a unanimous decision over Song Kanan in the welterweight division. Um, then looking down the card a little bit we get down to the um, second fight of the night it was kind of one of the bigger ones I, I thought it should have been higher up on the card uh, one of the great rookies from the 2023 products just named ESPN's top 25 under 25 Tatsura Tyra with a second round TK over Carlos Hernandez flyweight contender on his way up uh, not ranked there yet but he soon will be Tatsura Tyra looking great uh, looking forward to, to see him in, in action again really soon after you know getting a pretty uh, pretty solid victory there in the second round, not taking too much damage. So great night from the apex. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, I've kind of follow Anthony Smith, listening to Believe You Me podcast and stuff. So kind of a fan of Anthony Smith, but kind of disappointed um, that, that things went that way tonight. But um, not saying I'm really surprised. Uh, just the way he's looked lately, just a little bit slower. Um, you know, kind of hoped he had one last run in there. But uh, hats off to Roundtree Jr. for for that win. 
So let's now look forward to UFC 296 next weekend from the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. And we've got the welterweight championship on the line between Leon Edwards and the number two ranked contender Colby Covington, who has been off for a very long time. Uh, so let's get into a little bit of prediction time. Don't do it too much on the show, but we're going to get into that. We're, we're going to start doing that more as we go forward. So this is the second to last show of the year. Uh, we This is season one. This is show number 44. We're going to have 45 episodes the first year that, that we were on. And so that I'm really proud of that. And thanks for joining us here and being part of it. So next weekend, we'll be live after UFC 296. And we'll wrap everything up. And that will be the year for us. And then we'll come back. Uh, what's the date on that next card? It is January 3rd, I believe. We'll get to that in just a second. So anyway, uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But let, let's get to UFC 296 first. So um, as much as I, I would love for Colby Covington to win this match, um, I believe this one's going to go to Leon Edwards. Um, it just has too much going for him right now. Colby's been off a, a long time. Uh, I don't know that there's a path for Colby to, to win this fight. Um, you know, he, he couldn't get it done against Usman twice, and I don't see him doing it against Edwards. Um, so, um, and usually the way these things go, uh, the person that, that I like, that I'm kind of cheering for, they don't do very well in these fights. And Colby Covington's the one I'm going for, so I'm picking Leon Edwards to win this fight. So then we also have the flyweight championship of the world on the line, Alessandri Pantoja against number four, Brandon Royval. And uh, I'm going to go with Pantoja in the second installment of this matchup. He, he beat Royval before. And so I, I just think that, that having that belt um, means a lot. And I'm going to pick Pantoja to retain that title. So then we've got a huge welterweight matchup. Number five against number six, Shavkat Rachmanov against Stephen Thompson. And so um, don't see this one going well for Wonderboy. Just Shavkat probably should be ranked higher in this division, honestly. And one of the hottest fighters in all of the UFC. And I just think he gets this one done pretty easily. Uh, This one's the harder one to pick. Um, Tony Ferguson, Patty Pimblett, and this one's been talked about, a lightweight matchup that, uh, Patty Pimblett's called it a lose-lose for him, um, that it's just, you know, if you, if he wins, then you got Tony Ferguson on the backside of his career, if he loses, you know, then you lost to somebody who's washed up, um, so, you know what, as much as I, 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 I think Tony Ferguson actually wins this match, um, so I mean, he hasn't looked bad in, in those losses. I know he's got a huge losing streak coming in. Uh, Patty's, you know, been billed as the next thing. Um, just one of those people that, that the UFC takes care of. And I don't buy into that a whole lot. Um, for, for fighters, um, there is some protecting them, um, before they get to the octagon. Once they're in there, they're, they're in there. And what's going to happen is going to happen. And, I just think I think Tony Ferguson's going to take this um, ever so slightly. Um, I'm leaning that way. So then we got a welterweight matchup: number eight Vicente Luque against number ten Ian Machado Gary. Um, this was a hard call too, and you've seen uh, Ian Machado Gary in the news a lot. 
lately just um, with as much as he talks and as much as people talk about him. Um, but I think the quieter guy uh, is, is going to do well in this one. I think Vicente Luque is going to um, is going to do big things in this in this matchup and and take this win. So uh, we're going Luque to finish off the main card and what a main card that is. Um, you got tons of, of rank fighters in that uh, main card. The only one where there's not rank fighters: Ferguson, Pemblet, Ferguson, obviously former uh, interim champ, Pemblet, one of the up and comers in the lightweight division. Um, we didn't have one change to the cards in the last uh, fight on the prelims, the one leading into the main card. Uh, we were supposed to see Josh Emmett and Giga Chikadze, uh, but Chikadze pulling his groin this week uh, in, in uh, training. So Bryce Mitchell is going to step up. So we've got number six, Josh Emmett, number 10, Bryce Mitchell in the featherweight division. Uh, that one should be exciting. Um I'm going to lean Bryce Mitchell on that one. Uh, his only loss is to Ilya Tapuria. Um, he was he had the flu that week, and um, so I feel for him. If you can't tell my voice this week, I've uh, been going through a lot here uh, in the Renault household this week. But um, So I'm going to go Bryce Mitchell to keep it going against Josh Emmett um, and, and kind of get, get himself going. Um, Women's Bantamweight matchup, top 10, number 5, Irene Aldana against number 9, Carol Hosa. Um, looking for Irene Aldana to bounce back from that uh, just awful performance against Amanda Nunes. There's no way to sugarcoat that one. Um, but I look for her to bounce back. Um, and, and those lights not being so bright this time, uh, being able to get the job done. Uh, Cody Garbrandt, Brian Kelleher, kind of hard to call. Um if Cody Garbrandt's healthy and that neck's feeling healthy, I'm going to go Garbrandt. Um, and then, so that's the last one we're, we're, we're going to pick. Um, but I will get, run down the rest of the fights. Uh, women's flyweight division, number 14, Casey O'Neill, Ariane Lipsky. Um, I do like this life heavyweight matchup, though, um, so far down on the card this is just how great this card is number 14 alonzo minifield against number 15 dustin jacoby the the one prediction i will make on this fight is that it will not go the distance so that one is the one that you can put in your parlay um then we got tagir ulenbekov flyweight matchup against cody durden uh ulenbekov ranked number 13 flyweight division andre feely against lucas almeida one of the rookies in 2023 products um, the heavyweight matchup, number 15, Martin Bude against Shamil Gaziv. Uh, that's a heavyweight matchup. And then welterweight matchup to start off the card, Randy Brown against Muslim Salikov. And we do have a Randy Brown auto card that we'll show here in just a second. So now we run through the rest of the events for this year and into the early part of next year. So let's get to Fight Night on January 3rd, and that's the next time that we're going to have um, a show. So that'll be from the Apex. And that will be uh, Magomed Ankalaev against Johnny Walker. Light heavyweight matchup, number three against number seven. Uh, a flyweight matchup, this one added. Uh, number six against number eight, Mateus Nicolau against number eight, Manel Kopp. 
Um, lightweight matchup, Jim Miller, Gabriel Benitez, and women's bandweight matchup, uh, number four, Ketlin Vieira, number 10, Macy Chason, uh, bandweight matchup, number 13, Ricky Simone against Mario Bautista. So that's a really good fight night card to start off the year. Uh, just looking back down the card, and this one's a big one. Looking to the 2024 products, um, when Fanatics and Tops take over the new products, so we'll see what, what rookie products they have. But one of the rookies to watch, I would think, I would hope would be in the 2024 products is Basil Hafez. He'll be taking on Preston Parsons, welterweight matchup. We've got a, a women's bantamweight ranked matchup between Yana Santos and Norman Dumont, number eight against number 11. And that looks to be all of the rookies and ranked fighters that are on that card. Then we get to UFC 297. And this is January 20th in Toronto. And the middleweight title on the line, the champion Sean Strickland against the number one contender, Drakus Duplessis. And so we'll get to predictions later on when we get closer to that fight and we come back after the new year with our second season. Uh, the women's bandweight title will be on the line, and that is vacant right now. It'll be number two, Raquel Pennington. It's number three, Myra Bueno Silva. Obviously, number one is Juliana Pena recovering from her injuries. And so then we've got a welterweight matchup, number 13, Neil Magny against Mike Malott. Uh, light heavyweight matchup, great one here. Number four, Jan Blahovich against number five, Alexander Rakic. Uh, Rakic was injured about a year and a half ago, and maybe two years ago. That's a year and a half ago um, in a matchup with Blahovich, and uh, was looking pretty good in that fight before he went down. So uh, getting to run it back here, and we'll have another one that's kind of like that that we'll talk about here in a second. Um, featherweight matchup, number four, Arnold Allen. Number nine, Mavsar Evloev. And then we got a light heavyweight matchup. Number 13, Dominic Reyes and Carlos Ulberg. Also ranked fighters, middleweight division. Number 14, Chris Curtis against Marc-Andre Berriot. No other rookies on that card. Got a few other ones added this week. Uh, fight night, February 3rd, from the Apex. Number 7, Roman Dulidze against number 12, Nasruddin Imavov. Middleweight matchup there. Um, that one was already announced, but some of the rest of the cards being filled out a little bit. Uh, William Gomez against Melsic Bagdasarian. Featherweight matchup. And a women's strawweight matchup between Molly McCann, making her return against Diana Belbita. Then we get to fight night on February 10th. Middleweight matchup, number 10, Jack Hermanson against Joe Pfeiffer. Uh, Loma Lukbami, women's strawweight matchup against Bruna Brazil. Then the other ones that we know of right now, uh, UFC 298, February 17th in Anaheim. Featherweight matchup between the champion Alexander Volkanovsky and the fifth-ranked contender Ilya Tapuria. And the Bantamweight Championship on the line, UFC 299, March 9th in Miami. Obviously at Sugar Sean O'Malley against Cheeto Vera. And maybe sometime this spring, who knows, before Ramadan, that we may see Islam Makhachev take on Charles Oliveira. So I don't know if they'll double up one month on numbered pay-per-views when UFC 300 is going to happen. Um, but Islam against Charles would certainly be a 
great contender for UFC 300. Also heard about um, some things happening with uh, Fight Night on February 24th from Mexico. So rumor has it, this is not official yet, but seems to be uh, trending that direction that we're going to see Yair Rodriguez and Brian Ortega too for that fight night, February 24th in Mexico City. So uh, obviously Ortega injured the last time he fought, uh, and it was against Yair Rodriguez, separated the shoulder, and so Yair Rodriguez went on to, to claim an interim title, fight for the belt um, since then. Uh, so it should be interesting to see Ortega's return to the octagon. And also a co-main event for that event would be Brandon Moreno, taking on Amir Abazi uh, in the flyweight division. So the former champion taking on one of the top three contenders. So be a number one contender matchup there since we've got Pantoja and Roy Vall coming up uh, next weekend. So uh, see who comes out of, of this one. Albazi, if he can get past Moreno, then get another shot at Pantoja. Uh, so whoever wins that one probably gets the next title shot there. So that is all for our instant reaction from UFC Fight Night tonight and also our preview for UFC 296 to finish off the year. So now we'll take a look at the cards we have left. We're leaving out our Hobby Top 5 this week because a little bit of technical difficulties. That's why we're on a little bit later too. Um... But let's go through our select that we have, and I'll just go through some of the bigger ones that we have left. Um, Jack Della Maddalena, we've got still got this select, uh, number to 49, the purple auto. I've also got a uh, Ray Rookie auto from Don Russ. Um, so, uh, great little Jack Della Maddalena lot. And we'll tell you how you can, can find all of these if you just don't want to reach out to the show directly. Uh, we can tell you where to find them. Um, but we're just going to hit the highlights here. I'm going to hit like a lot of our autograph cards and such. We can go through this Jared Cannon here a lot. Yeah. That'd be good. So, going through our Don Russ, we start off with Marvin Vittori, uh, signature series that also includes uh, Prism Auto. Got a big Marvin Vittori lot there. Uh, got a Damon Jackson, uh, Blue Hollow Laser Auto, number 25. And we've got Jared Cannonier. We've got a blue and a red. So number 49, number 75, and a lot of other Jared Cannoneers to throw in there. So let's switch over to Prism. And we've got a BJ Penn. This was a replacement for Redemption we sent in. So uh, sealed by Panini. This is a legendary signature from last year. The BJ Penn 2022. Uh, it also gets a Red Hollow Laser of 75. Got a few other uh, parallel cards. A lot of other BJ Penn cards to throw in there. Even some backs of 2015. There's that Randy Brown we were talking about. Randy Brown Auto. 
also gets a silver. And then our lowest number card left, this Macy Chase on Octagon Prism. That's a bookend. That's numbered 8 of 8. So Macy Chase on Ruby Wave to go with that. And then another redemption we sent off of the Israel Adesanya throwback signatures. Saw some news online that Izzy did sign. And so these should be coming in. So hopefully we'll see that soon. But that will also get a purple and an orange for you if you want those. So looking forward to getting that Izzy in there. Um, so yeah, those are our highlights. The autograph cards that we have left. And that is not uh, even considering the, the Tom Aspinall and the Michael Chandler cards we have. If you looked at uh, the past shows that we've had, um, we had our Tom Aspinall collection, our Michael Chandler uh, those were, were both showed off on, on previous shows. You can take a look at those if you're interested in those two fighters. But uh, you can find us at orange-fire.com. You can reach out to me uh, directly in my email, russ at orange-fire.com. Uh, you can find me on X at Fight Cards Russ or at Orange Fire Media. You can find me on Facebook, just my profile, or the Orange Fire Media profile. And the best place to look at all the cards that we have most of them are listed on eBay at the Orange Fire Lots of Lots store. You can go there. You can get multiple lots. You can get combined shipping. And we have a lot of stuff on there. We've got about 40 lots, 45 maybe now, uh, that we listed a lot of the sets that we have. We've got eight sets of Don Russ, uh, one through 200. But we also, one of those is every card, every base card in the set, one through uh, all 325 cards. So um, we also have a set of Prism, and we're close to a full set of inserts on the Prism, but uh, we've got two sets of Prism in there, and uh, one through 200, and every rookie card, and we can also include one that's just all rookies. Uh, we, we have a few left of every rookie card, and we could throw in a whole set of those just rookie cards. But that is our show for the week with this instant reaction late here on Saturday night, now into Sunday morning. Uh, but we're going to come back next week after UFC 296, do the same thing with our instant reaction. That's kind of going to be what we do here from now on. Uh, get into a little bit more about uh, betting and picking fights and see how we do going forward. But again, thanks for joining us here after the fights. And we'll see you next week for our final show of 2023 right here on the UFC Fight Cards podcast presented by Orange Fire Media. I'm Russ Renault. You enjoy the rest of the weekend, and we will see you next week right here on YouTube and the UFC Fight Cards podcast.